Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good evening, and good evening. I'm so excited that you all have decided to tune in on this Saturday evening because God has something great in store for us as we worship God together. Can I just invite you guys right where you are to start going ahead and giving God's name, honor, glory, and praise? Why don't you just lift up your voice and say amen? I know you are now in the virtual sanctuary, and I'm telling you right now that we are live, and I'm encouraging you to go ahead and press that share button. I need you to press that share button so that all of those with whom you are in connection can know that God is doing something great here at the Quarantine Moving Forward Revival. Are y'all glad to be alive? Are y'all excited about having this opportunity to worship God virtually? I, I can tell you right now that I'm thoroughly excited. I'm elated. I'm beside myself because I know God is about to move. I need you guys to know that I am not here alone tonight. I actually have a co-host. And before I introduce the co-host, we also have a, a preacher in the house. And we're excited to go ahead and introduce him to you. And we'll do that in a little while. But I want to right now just invite you into the virtual sanctuary. Y'all, this is our virtual sanctuary. This is an opportunity that we've given um, all of us around the world to come and worship God in a way that we believe he deserves. And tonight we're excited because um, God has positioned us, God has positioned us to enter into his presence. And I need you to know that that is a privilege and an opportunity. Um, let me go ahead and put this thing in gallery view. Uh, Dr. Carter, if you want to turn your camera off, that's fine. As I go ahead and introduce these individuals who are tuning in right now to our co-host, our co-host is none other than Pastor Corey Johnson. Let me go ahead and put that thing in gallery view so y'all can see that I'm not lying. The man of God is here. Pastor Corey Johnson, do you mind unmuting your mic and just saying hello to the people tonight? Yo, what's going on, everybody? What's going on, y'all? We are here. Yes. Quarantine Revival. We are in the virtual sanctuary. I'm hype. Um, I am excited. Listen, I, I cannot wait uh, to Woo! hear from God, to yes. worship, to, to just to just to go in. I am excited yeah. to go in. Um, it's yeah. been a long week. Yeah. So it is good to be able to spend the end of our week, you know, with family. Um, yeah. Worshiping our Savior. So, yeah, Praise man. God. I'm glad that you're here. And yeah. I'm glad that you say that you're excited because I actually read in, in Psalm 122, and mm -hmm. I told y'all that we are in the virtual sanctuary, right? Yeah. Did you all know that that Psalm says, I was glad when they said unto me? Yeah. Yeah. When let us go into the house of the Lord. He said, I yeah. was glad. Can I remind the people of why this author was so glad that he was granted entrance into the house of the Lord and why you should be glad that God has provided you access into his virtual house? Let me tell you that the person who wrote that particular verse is none other than David himself. Did y'all know David wrote that verse? But did you know that David, when he said that he was glad, he had every reason to be excited about giving, being given access into God's presence. You want me to tell y'all why? Because did you guys know that David's father was Jesse and David's grandfather was Obed and David's great grandfather was Boaz? Uh, Pastor Corey, I, I just want to remind the people who maybe forgot who David was, mm -hmm. that David's father was Jesse, his grandfather was Obed, and yeah. his great-grandfather was Boaz. Yeah. I want you guys to know that David said, I was glad when they said unto me, <laughs> yeah, let us go. Why are you so glad, David? Maybe you need to know that David was very much aware of what the Bible declared in Deuteronomy 23, verse 3, yeah. where it said, there shall not be an Ammonite nor a Moabite shall enter into the congregation of the Lord, even to the 10th generation. Shall they not enter into the congregation of the Did I tell you that his father was Jesse? Yeah. His grandfather was Obed and his great grandfather was Boaz. I need y'all to know that David had a great grandfather whose name was Boaz. And if you know anything about Boaz, you know that Boaz married a woman named Ruth. 
And if you know anything about Ruth, you got to know that Ruth came from a place called Moab, which meant that David had Moabite blood running through his veins. And he knew that the word of God disqualified him because I didn't go 10 generations. I just went down three generations. And his great grandmother, whose name was 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 um, Boaz, married Ruth who is a Moabite, meant meant that David had Moabite blood running through his veins and God still granted him access into the same. Can I just invite all of you who are tuning in right now and you're excited that God has given you access because you know you are disqualified. You know you've made some sins, some mistakes, some missteps. And because you're Moabite blood, God has superseded your Moabite blood with grace and with mercy that has been extended your way. So let's worship God freely tonight. I want you to be excited about this opportunity because God is good. God is great. God is awesome. God is mighty. He deserves the praise this evening. And Pastor Corey, I'm so happy that you're here as our co-host, and I'm excited to go ahead and give some good news to the people. But before we do that, let me just remind them, can you just tell the people to go ahead and press that share button one more time? Yeah, man, press the share button. Listen, you don't know who needs this tonight like beyond, like you don't know who's dealing with something you don't know what one share could do one share could radically change somebody's life it could change someone's perspective it could shift their worldview yeah give them the direction that they need the next decision they have to make literally your share could be god using you as his hand as his mouthpiece come on angeles so you press share. Let's bring more people in. You can't keep good stuff to yourself, man. Yes, you yes. You can't do it. It's time for us to share. So press that share button. I want to go ahead and give some shout outs, Pastor Corey, real quick, yeah. because I see some folk who's already told us where they're tuning in from. And I just want to go down the line real quick because I see some folk. Oh, Lord, we got to start off with the folk who've been just tearing it up. All quarantine revival. Yeah. I need to just shout out those people from Bermuda. Where are my Bermudians at? I see y'all in the comment section. Y'all just post flags these days. You don't even tell us where you're from. You just post your flag and we celebrate you for being in the virtual house. I think I see Deerfield Beach SDA. Hey, that's my church here in Deerfield Beach, Florida. I see um, Roanoke, Virginia in the house. I see some people from Austin, Texas, who are in the house, Huntsville, Alabama. Y'all let us know, where are you tuning in from? We want to make sure that we see you and we recognize you and tell you that we are excited and appreciative that you've chosen to tune in on this evening of worship. And I'm excited because we also have um, some information that we need to share with you. We need to give you guys some good information. Let me go ahead and tell you guys what's going on. All of you who've been sowing your seeds of generosity, into the Cash App and the PayPal, I want to let you guys know that you have blessed so many different families. Yesterday, I let you know that we blessed six families thus far in our quarantine revival with $2,400. And I want you guys to know that since last night, we were able to bless not six families. Now the number has gone up to seven. We were able to bless a family in Florida with $535, which takes now the total of what we've been able to give to those who are in financial crisis. We, it brings that total to $3,000. Can I just celebrate you guys, ma'am? You guys have given $3,000 to help bless those who are in need, and they have been um, sharing their gratitude, and they want to say thank you to all of you who've been so generous, and we want to just invite all of you who have not sown, or if you desire to sow again, we want you to know how you can do it. You can go over to the Cash app, and then you can send your financial seed to the money sign, the quarantine revival. Again, that is the money sign, the quarantine revival. Let me throw it up here. 
so that you can see it. That is the money sign, the quarantine revival via cash app. And we appreciate you guys for using that avenue. And then we also have an opportunity with PayPal and you can use the quarantine revival at gmail.com. And that is your opportunity to give via PayPal to this amazing cause. Guys, we are blessing families. And I again want to say thank you because this is a very sensitive time. People are struggling and you've been able to be used by God as an avenue, as a vessel through which these families can get through this tough time in their lives. So again, we celebrate you. We say thank you. You can use PayPal or you can use Cash App. And every cent that is given goes toward helping those who are in financial crisis. And again, we celebrate all of you who've been giving. Can I give you some more good information? So remember that young lady who had a baby and we were able to bless her with, I think it was 500, a little over $500. Anyways, she had her baby. The baby is, is growing and is healthy and she had a successful delivery. But I want you guys to know that we were able to, all of you who've been tuning in, were able to go to her registry and you guys have purchased over 50 different items wow. for this. Yeah, yeah, this is amazing. Pastor, let me throw this in, in gallery view. Pastor, I'm so excited. And I want to say thank you to these people because they blessed a young mother who is doing her very best with over 50 items. And guess what? Guess what? Guess what? One thing I know as a parent is that you got to have diapers galore. Like yeah, you yeah, need yeah, to have yeah, a grip. It. You got you to get diapers. So what I want to encourage you guys to do, I celebrate you who who've been able to go on and bless this young lady, but we want to encourage you, if you can, go back on that registry and I want you to purchase some more diapers. We want to make sure that she has more than enough diapers. So I'm going to go ahead and share this with you real quick. This is the URL that you can use. It is tgt.gifts forward slash God's child forever. That is tgt.gifts forward slash God's child forever. And we want you to go to this URL, screenshot this if you need to, and go there, and I want you guys to go and purchase all of those diapers. Get all them diapers. Make sure that she has more than enough. And again, we celebrate you, and thank you for participating and blessing this young mother's life. Again, that's tgt.gifts forward slash God's child forever. And we're going to continue to pour into her. And she wants, by the way, to say thank you to all of you who've already done so much for her. Pastor, um, I just, I just, I'm overwhelmed. Because we've been doing this for two weeks. This is our 14th night, 14th night. And guess what? Tomorrow night, we have a preacher who's going to come through as well. And I just want to remind the people of who is going to come through and bless us with the word. Uh, I believe that that pastor is actually in the virtual house. Did y'all know that Pastor Corey Johnson is actually going to bring that word tomorrow? I'm excited. Are you excited to deliver that message? Man, I'm excited. I'm excited to be a part. <laughs> I Listen, I'm listen. it's been so much good preaching I've been able to take in. Come on. That I was a part of it, man. I'm yeah. Like just been taking in so much. Good. And now I'm just excited to be a part. I'm excited to, to whenever you're excited, whenever you're available to be used and God yeah. calls on you, it's a yeah. humble experience, man. So I just thank you Amen. Uh, for the opportunity to share tomorrow. For sure. Uh, listen, I'm just excited to take it again <laughs> tonight. Let me just let me. Yeah. Just, listen, I'm, I'm going to try to preserve my voice. Uh, uh, I know <laughs> from shouting on my muted microphone. Right, uh, right. Man, listen, I'm, I'm excited for tomorrow. And this has just been an awesome, awesome two weeks. I, I can't, I got to affirm you. It's been such a pick me up. Amen. So many people who's been able to tune in, who's been able awesome. to watch, who's been able to see God speak through so many gifted, anointed, talented, diverse vessels. Yeah. Um, I just affirm you for doing this. For and, sure. Uh, and I appreciate the opportunity to be a part 
of what God is doing. And I don't think, let me say this, I don't think that the outflow of this is just receiving more word. The mm -hmm. outflow of this is how many people mm -hmm. are pouring into others. Yes, come on. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Like evidence of this revival is diapers, is yes. registry sowing into, is yes. blessing families. That's, yes. that's when the word doesn't return void. Come and on, man. So I just want to affirm everyone who has tuned in yes. that you have rightly responded to the word every night, not by how much you've shouted, but by how much you poured into the least of these. And so I, I'm, I'm just excited to be a part of this, man. Amen. Amen. Again, thank you so very much for coming through. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to run because, well, be before we go to our prayer, because we're going to do some special um, praying over some specific things, um, before we ask pastor to take us to the throne in prayer, I want to introduce you guys to our speaker tonight. Now, let me go ahead and tell you all real quick that many of you guys were able, maybe it's because of that big bun that was on her head, but many of y'all were able to go on um, our Facebook page, our Instagram page. And yesterday we asked you, hey, who do you think is the mystery speaker and the mystery artist? And many of you guys were able to select and identify that it was Aja. Aja Walls is going to be here tonight to deliver that message through song. And we appreciate her for coming through. But y'all, I'm so sorry. You can't just give half of it right. I know I, I wanted to give away this money. I wanted to give away this book. But so many of you guys said, we got Aja because you know, that bun gave it away. I should have asked her for a different picture because that was way too easy. But then many of you guys were guessing so many different preachers, but I bet you guys were not expecting to have Dr. Jerry Carter in the virtual building. So I'm sorry that I can't announce to you that someone won the, 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 the giveaway. Um, however, you will have another opportunity next Saturday night to do it on our QR mystery night. So don't feel too bad. You have another chance to win some money and to win that free devotional. But tonight we have none other than Dr. Jerry Carter, who is here to deliver a message. And I just want to tell you a little bit about Dr. Jerry Carter. Dr. Carter is actually now the 14th pastor of the Calvary Baptist Church of Morristown, New Jersey. He's a faithful theologian whose commitment to articulate the gospel in both written and oratory forms has transformed and shaped the lives of generations Listen, he is a highly sought after revivalist and communicator, keynote speaker, lecturer, mentor. He received his Bachelor of Arts degree from Denison University in Ohio and his Master of Divinity degree from Princeton Theological Seminary. Come on. And he also went a little bit further and earned his Doctorate of Philosophy degree from Drew University in Madison, New Jersey. So he is a learned man. <laughs> we appreciate him for his commitment to always continuing to grow. Um, he is not just an intellect. He is not. He is also a father. Um, he is the president of the African American Clergy Association of Morris County. He's the founder and host of the How Shall They Hear Preaching Conference. I need y'all to know that this preaching conference is power packed, and I'm looking forward to uh, many of you participating moving forward in his preaching conference. Um, he is an author who's inspired through his published works in the, New York, in the New Interpreter's Handbook of Preaching, Oxford Sermons, Volume 3, Evangelizing the Black Male in the 21st Century, and the African-American Pulpit. Listen, this man has authored many different works. His latest work, The Empowered Life, Living Well in the Spirit, was published recently. And I want you to know that he is a native, oh, here we go. He's a native of Columbus, Ohio. And he is, again, 
proud father of three children. And tonight we're excited that this man of God has chosen to come through, sacrifices Saturday night to come and deliver a power-packed word. If y'all are ready to receive this word, if your hearts are open, your minds are open, I want you to press that heart button. Go ahead and press that heart button. Let this preacher know that I'm ready. I'm ready to receive. I came here with my plate uh, empty. I got my cup that is, is ready, and I want God to pour in. I want him to give us exactly what we need on this evening, and God is going to do just that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to go to God in prayer. We're going to ask that God would have his way in our lives and that he would move in a marked way. And we're praying that uh, as Pastor Corey takes us to the throne, that many of you would experience the infilling of the Holy Spirit. This revival, guys, is a great opportunity for us to refocus our attention, to go to the next level in God, to enter into that new dimension of spiritual power. And I appreciate all of you who've accepted the QR challenge and you've been with us every single night. If you haven't, we still praise God for you because there's still opportunity. Tonight is a prime time opportunity for us to see things from God's divine perspective. And let's go ahead and, and open up ourselves unto the God and assault the heavens um, at this particular time. Let me invite you, Pastor Corey, if you don't mind, can you come on in and lead us in prayer? Father and our God, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you that you've given us an opportunity to know you, to love you, and to serve you, and to experience you. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that even in the midst of a pandemic, you still provide every single one of our needs. We thank you that you are a healer. We thank you that you are a protector. We thank you that you are a provider. We thank you that you calm our hearts, that you calm our minds, and that you calm our fears and our anxieties. Lord, we come to you tonight in the context of the coronavirus pandemic. Lord, we are in quarantine, and for many of us, we are dealing with crippling fear. Remind us that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but you have given us power, love, and a sound mind. Lord, we ask, Lord, that you will be with all those who have been affected, who have been infected by the coronavirus. Be with those who are sick and bring them to full health. Be with those who are affected by it, our doctors and our nurses and our frontline health workers. Strengthen them, lift up their spirits, lift their countenance, their God. Give them what they need to meet the needs of those who come into the ER rooms. Give them strength and wisdom as they fight this disease. Father, this also impacts other people. Lord, this impacts our jobs and our careers. And our, there are those who are dealing with economic anxiety and unemployment and missed checks. And they are being furloughed, dear Father. I pray, dear Lord, that you would let them experience the God who says, and I shall meet every single one of your needs according to your riches and glory. We ask, dear Lord, that you would be a provider in this season, that you would bring keep food on the table, that you would keep the rent paid, that you would keep the mortgage paid, Lord, that you would just perform miracles so that we can say we saw your hand even in the midst of a pandemic. We want to experience, Lord, even still today, your miracle working power in our lives. Father, we pray for our city officials, our government officials, that you would give them wisdom and let them lead with strength. And Lord, for those somebody tonight, somebody tonight, dear Father, they came on this stream, they came on Facebook, they came on Zoom, they came to hear from you. 
For somebody tonight, God, tonight was a night where they have reached their wit's end. For somebody tonight, Lord, they have tuned in because they have nowhere else to go. For somebody, they tuned in because they were just streaming. They have no idea that your Holy Spirit has led them here. I pray, dear Lord, that for the next few moments, this would be exactly what they need. I pray, dear Lord, for the, for the next few moments that you would speak through the preacher that Jesus might re-reveal, that Jesus might be established in someone's life, that someone might hear the word and say to themselves, what must I do to be saved? I pray, dear Lord, that you would inspire tonight, that you would encourage tonight, that you would give someone an encounter with you tonight, that you would equip tonight, that you would correct tonight, that you would pluck up tonight, that you would uproot tonight, that you would lay seed tonight. I pray, dear God, that tonight on here, someone would say that it was in COVID-19, it was during a quarantine revival that I had a revelation of Jesus Christ, that my life was radically changed. And Father, I pray that when, after we've heard from you, it would impact how we see this pandemic. It would impact how we see our troubles. It would impact how we see our trials, that it will all be impacted, that we would leave this, that we would leave this uh, virtual sanctuary, that we would leave this service inspired and invigorated with a deeper faith in God. That is our prayer tonight. Now, Father, we ask that your word would not return unto you void, that you would do what you do, that you would pour into us, that we may be able to pour out to others. That is our prayer tonight. Have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you so much for taking us to the throne, Pastor Johnson. At this time, we are going to shift into our song of preparation and praise. Before we do so, we did announce to you that we were going to have a baptism that was going to take place tonight. However, what we're doing is we're working out some more logistics, and we're going to have that baptism this upcoming week. Again, we have another seven days together, and we had a conversation, and we're going to push it back. So we just want to let you guys know that it's still going to take place, but it won't be happening tonight. We want you to get ready for it and be excited about it because it will be taking place this upcoming week. And of course, we want to encourage those of you who might want to take that step. If you want to participate in this virtual baptism that will take place, then we invite you to please reach out to us. Let us know that you are interested, that that is your desire, that you want to take that step toward uh, God and that you, it's, it's your time. It's your time. We want to help you. So please reach out to us through the, the Quarantine Revival Facebook page. You can send us a message even in our Instagram page. However, you can use the Quarantine Revival at gmail.com uh, account. So please reach out to us and we're here to support you and walk with you in this journey. At this particular time, we're going to invite our friend Aja Walls to lead us in song. And again, we want to say thank you to her for coming and sharing. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, for you guys that don't know me, my name is Aja Walls. I'm one-fourth of the Walls Group. I'm honored to be here with you guys um, at Quarantine Moving Forward Revival. I was invited to come fellowship and worship with you guys by Minister James Doggett. And um, before I get into my song, I have a word for you guys. Um, it's Psalm 23. It's a Psalm of David. 
um, it says, uh, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Um, the song I'm going to sing, it's a song, um, called I am not alone. And it goes, Lord is my shepherd. Thank you, Jesus. He goes before me. Thank you so very much, Aja, for sharing your gift. You truly are a gift to this world. And we celebrate you for coming and worshiping with us here at the Quarantine Moving Forward Revival. At this time, I'm going to invite Dr. Carter to go ahead and take us higher as God has deposited a word into his spirit. Uh, we're excited about what the Lord has, has given you, Doc, and we are ready to hear and we are ready to receive. Corey and I are going to try to mute our mic because we don't want to disturb you while you are preaching. We might shout a little too loud and we don't want to be a distraction. So again, we say thank you and we appreciate you. The floor is now yours. Yes, sir. Well, let's, let's pray together. 
Gracious God, we thank you uh, tonight for total sufficiency of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the privilege of being able to share in your word tonight. We pray right now that you would uh, bless us with um, just the movement of your spirit, inform our minds, um, instruct our hearts, inspire our wills, so that we would, would leave this moment loving you more and living like that. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this is the day the Lord has made, and we rejoice, and we are glad in this day. Um, thank you, Minister Doggett, and uh, those responsible for letting me share a little time with you in this uh, uh, unique revival. Wow, this um, unique revival. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. This um, God is moving in some real uh, creative, unique ways, and so, and this revival is a part of that. So I'm thankful to be able to share in this. I'm still getting used to this, you know, this virtual preaching thing and all that. So, you know, just praise God for the experience and for the uh, opportunity to learn. <laughs> Tonight, I want you to turn with me to the book of Revelation, to the last book in the Bible. I want to read, I'm reading for the King James Version tonight. And I want to read from chapter one, verse eight, just the eight, the eight portion of verse eight. It simply says, I am Alpha and I am Omega, the beginning and the ending. Verse 11, same thing. I am Alpha and I am Omega, the first and the last. Amen. Well, tonight, I just for a little while, I want to share from the subject, everything is in between. Everything is in between. You can, you can say that with me wherever you are. I don't know if anybody's with you. You can say it to yourself. Just say everything. Everything is in between. Last year, I went, saw a movie called 1917. Some of you have seen that movie. And um, that movie is about two British soldiers who've been commissioned to get a message to another British squadron of, of, of soldiers. And the message that they are to get to them, it's, uh, it's critical. And it's both critical and dangerous. It's critical because uh, the message that they'll get to this squadron of British soldiers, to their brothers, will actually save thousands of lives. It's dangerous because in order to get there, they got to cross enemy territory. So before they are even sent on this mission, they are commanded to go down and meet with the commanding general. And the reason why they have to meet with the commanding general is twofold. One is because they need to get the details of their mission from the commanding general. And then they need to spend some time with the commanding general uh, just to get a sense of what his heart is like and get to know who he is. Because what's ahead of them involves so much trouble that the only way that they're gonna get through is if they know who the commanding general is. Well, here in Revelation chapter one, what John is dealing with is dangerous. What John's audience is dealing with is dangerous. And so the first chapter of John uh, emphasizes the fact that they need to know who the commanding general is. 
And so much time is dedicated in this first chapter to reintroducing them to Jesus. Not a lot of time spent on telling them who the church is, not a lot of time in ecclesiology, not a lot of time in talking about the enemy who is pictured as the dragon in the midst, in the book of this, this last book of the Bible. But, but, but before all of that, they need to understand who Jesus is because he's the one who's gonna help them to deal with the trouble that is in front of the, the priority is Christology in chapter one. Reason, reason for that is because John himself is dealing with the trouble of being in exile. He is in isolation. He's sheltered in place on an isle called Patmos. And that isolation has, has strangled him and he needs to know who Jesus is. And then John's audience is dealing with the trouble of persecution because that Machiavellian leader by the name of Nero has unleashed unprecedented persecution on the people of God. So here in this context, they got to deal with isolation and they got to deal with somebody named Nero who's in office. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. They, they got to deal with isolation and they got to deal with Nero. And so they, they, the only way for them to get through that is if they're anchored in who Jesus is. Strange to me, strange to me on tonight that much of chapter one, much of the prelude to the apocalypse is dedicated to talking about Jesus to people who already knew him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John's, John's audience, these churches in Sardis and Thyatira and Laodicea and Philadelphia and on and on, of course they knew who Jesus was. And then you know John, who is the, uh, the writer, John, who is the one who's speaking here, he knows who Jesus is. He spent days with Jesus. He was an eyewitness <laughs> yeah, to, to, to Jesus' miracles. He was an eyewitness to, uh, 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 to, to, to the scenes and to the preaching of Jesus. Surely he knew who Jesus was. But you see, sometimes when you're in a crisis, you need to be reintroduced to the Jesus you've already been introduced to. <laughs> because yeah, I know who he has been up to this point. But what I'm in right now necessitates a reintroduction. So the first chapter of Revelation is dedicated to reintroducing Jesus to John who already knew him and to John's audience who already knew him. So much of the prelude, this apocalypse it, it is dedicated to reintroducing us to who Jesus is. Christology is right at the heart. And I, I know you know who Jesus is tonight. I'm not trying to insult your intelligence, but you see, we're in a new crisis tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we're in something that we've never been in. And, and maybe the only way we're going to get through this is to understand who he is. So right here in this first chapter, it's, um, made, it's made clear that, that this Jesus has, has eyes like balls of fire. He had hair. He has hair like lamb's wool. He has feet like polished brass. This Jesus, his voice is like the sound of many running waters. And then after that, John gets a, a portrait. He, he gets a portrait of who this Christ is. He, he, he's reminded that, that this is the Jesus who's coming back. And when this Jesus comes back, he's not going to be born in an inconspicuous manger, in an inconsequential part of town. No, this Jesus is going to come in the clouds. And when he comes back, 
everybody's going to be able to see him, including, says Revelation, the people who crucified him. Those who thought he was finished are going to get a full view of who he is. That's what this first chapter says, that this is the Jesus who's coming back. And then, and then it keeps talking. It keeps, to, it keeps talking to us. It keeps giving us this Christology. He said, this is the Jesus who's coming back. But this is also the Jesus who is present with us because he dwells amongst the seven candlesticks. Seven candlesticks are the seven churches. And, and he is with them. So this is not just the Jesus who's transcendent. He's also imminent. He sits high, grandmama would say, but he looks low. This is the Jesus who is coming back. This is the Jesus who is with us. This is the Jesus who is the faithful witness. The faithful witness means he's the one who points to the father like nobody else. He has no peers. Nobody else is the revealer of the father like Jesus is. Zoroaster is not his peer. Muhammad is not his peer. Confucius is not his peer. Moses is not his peer. Elijah is not his peer. Jesus is the unique revealer. One man has said that Jesus is the sonogram of the heart of God. Jesus is the ultrasound that gives us a sense of God like nobody else can. I'm telling you, Revelation wants to make sure that we know who he is. He is the one who is coming back. He is the one who's present with us. He is the one who's the faithful witness. And then it tells us that he is the one who is the prince of the kings, which means he's in charge of everybody that's in charge. <laughs> oh, you don't hear me. He's in charge. I wish I could hear somebody holler back at me that he's in everybody who thinks they're in charge. Jesus is king of kings and Lord of lords. And then Revelation keeps on going. I'm trying to get to where I want to be. <laughs> keeps on going because then it tells us that Jesus is the one who is the is, the was, and the will be which means he always lives in the eternal now. There's no yesterday to Jesus. There's no tomorrow. He just is. And that's why he could say to those Jews who were trusting in, in Moses and in and, 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 uh, Abraham, Jesus says, uh, uh, before Abraham was, I am. Which means I live in the eternal now. And then, this book of Revelation, chapter one, makes sure that John knows and his audience knows that Jesus is the one who has washed us in his own blood. Yep, the emphasis there in the original is his own blood, which means he didn't wash us in the blood of some sacrificial lamb. He didn't wash us in the blood of a goat. He didn't wash us in the blood of a pigeon. No, he washed us in his own blood. And that blood is so effectual. It's, it, it, it's, so, it's so powerful that it can wash us from all of our sins. Now, if you don't have any sins, and you can't shout on this, but anybody out there who knows that you have some sins, you ought to bless his name for the fact that his blood is so powerful that it washes us from our sins. All of that. Is, is, what, is what is communicated to John and his audience in Revelation chapter one. But then the cream of the crop, on top of it all, Jesus is presented as the one who is alpha and omega, two times. This is it, and I won't be with you much longer, but somebody needs to know on tonight that he's alpha. He, matter of fact, Jesus taps John on the shoulder and said, John, um, let me add one more I am statement to the Johannine I am statements that you that I made to you earlier, because I already told you 
Yeah, John, that I am the way, the truth, and the life. I already told you that I'm the resurrection and the life. I already told you that I'm the bread of life. I already told you I am the good shepherd. I already told you that I am the door of the gate. But let me give you one more I am that, that is fitting for right now. Let me give you one more I am for, for people who are living in the midst of Corona. Tell them that I am Alpha and I am Omega. I am the Alpha point and I am the Omega point. I, I'm, 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 I'm Alpha, which means I'm at the beginning of the alphabet, which is the first letter of the Greek alphabet, Alpha. But tell them I'm also Omega. I'm at the end of the alphabet. These, these two are meant to contrast each other in order to put the attention on what comes in between. <laughs> yeah, to, to call Jesus Alpha and Omega, to call him Alpha and Omega is to say that Jesus is complete within himself. If he's Alpha, if he's Omega, that means nobody needs to add anything to him to make him more relevant. He already is enough. He is there is no evolving to Jesus. There is no becoming to Jesus. There is no improving to him because he is all and all. He is the summum bonum of perfection. All space is encompassed by his infinite presence. All time is included in his endless age. All events are covered by his changes and boundless being. All created things are supported by his infinite power and all history is determined by his infinite purpose. He is all of that. To call him Alpha and Omega, somebody ought to hear me tonight. To call him Alpha and Omega means number one, that he's complete within himself. But, 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 but also to call him Alpha and Omega is to say that Jesus is the point of our origin and he's the point of our destination. He's, our, he's the point of our origin, which means life starts with him. And he's the point of our destination. Life ends with him. And life is only life when our souls are turned toward him. Because whatever direction I turn in, he is there. And um, nature has invested this miraculous homing ability in pigeons and in some uh, other birds. And that's why they were used in World War I to send messages. And even in India to this day, police sometimes use pigeons to get messages across because pigeons have this internal GPS that enables them, no matter how far they go, to get back home. <laughs> and can I tell you on tonight that, that, that in the human spirit, there is this divine GPS system that, 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 that makes us aim back toward home and even people, when they don't even know they're looking for Jesus, they're looking for Jesus. Sometimes we mute that search. Sometimes we use other things to try to fill it, but that stuff only makes you thirstier. He is the well from which you ought to drink. He is the one, Augustine said, that all of our souls are restless and we only rest when we rest in him. He's Alpha and Omega tonight. I said he's Alpha and Omega. To call him Alpha and Omega uh, means that he's complete within himself. To call him Alpha and Omega means that he's our point of origin and our point of destination. To call him Alpha and Omega means he, he, he's the one who always has the last word. Now, I know that, but the first word that the Lord speaks in Genesis 
is let there be. The last word he speaks in Revelation is the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. <laughs> the first word is let there be. The last word is the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. He has the last word. I want to tell you on tonight that the doctor does not have the last word. I want to tell you on tonight that your employer does not have the last word. I want to tell you on tonight that the, that the director of the CDC does not have the last word. I want to tell you on tonight that the governor, the mayors don't have the last word. Can I tell you who has the last word? The one who is Alpha and the one who is Omega. To call him Alpha and Omega means that Jesus is the one who's complete within himself. I've already suggested that to call him Alpha and Omega means that he's our point what of origin and our point of destination. To call him Alpha and Omega is tonight to declare that he's the one who has the last word. But listen here, here's, here's what I want to tell you, that to call him the last word means that Jesus is the one who is the boundaries of history. He's the, wait a minute, hold on. He's Alpha and he's Omega. Yeah, okay, no, you missed it. He's Alpha and Omega, which means he's the bookends of life. If he's Alpha on one point and he's Omega on the other point, that means everything that happens, happens between him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, you missed me. If he's the Alpha point, if he is the Omega point, then there's nothing that can happen that's outside of the boundaries of his sovereignty. We operate, we live within the context of the sovereignty of God. I don't know what that does for you, but that helps me to sleep tonight. That, 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 that everything that happens, happens in between him. All of the seasons of life occur between him. Oh yeah, oh yeah, your thrilling teenage years. That happens between him, those, those titillating 20s and 30s, all that happens between him, those fantastic 40s and fun 50s and all, and all 60s, all that happens between, all, all, all I'm trying to say is that, is that even your aging process is between him. So even in the morning of life, I am between him. Even in the noontime of life, I am between him. Even in the afternoon of life, in the evening, the twilight, I'm between him. And then in my nighttime years, when my steps get shorter and my eyesight grows dimmer and I can't stay out and party all night long and get up in the morning and go to work, when that part of life comes, when when, when the hair turns gray, or in my case, when it leaves you, when, when your figure eight changes and all of that, praise God for the fact that even my aging process is between him. Oh, somebody ought to bless his name tonight. Because to say, to say that he's the boundaries of history is to say that, 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 that my, all my seasons of life are between him. But it also is to say that all of history is between Jesus. All of the, 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 the racial and ethnic tension that is in our own country, that's between him. The, 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 the tyranny caused by despotic leaders and fascist presidents, that's all between him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the rise and fall of the Persian Empire was between him. Yeah, yeah. The Egyptian, the Egyptian Empire came and went between him. Yeah, the Roman Empire came and went between him. The Greek Hellenistic Empire uh, uh, came and went between him. European colonialism 
uh, yeah, 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 came and went between him. American chattel slavery came and went between Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nazism came and went between Jesus. Apartheid came and went between Jesus. Communism comes and goes between him. And you best believe Trumpism will come and go between him. On one side, he's the alpha point. On the other side, he is the omega point. And so everything that happens, happens in between him. I'm about to let you go, but I want you to know on tonight that even the things that we go through in life, they happen between him. All of your sickness is between him. All of your grief is between him. And see, that's why your enemies can't do to you everything they want to do to you. Because even they are between alpha on one side and omega on the other side. Life can only do so much to you. Yeah, trouble can only do so much. I want you to go to sleep tonight. And I want you to go to sleep knowing that he's alpha and he's omega. So what that means is affliction can only do so much. Because when affliction goes to the left, it runs into alpha. When affliction goes to the right, it runs into omega. When corona goes to the left, it runs into alpha. When corona goes to the right, it runs into omega. I want you to know that he is alpha and he is omega. I do not know tonight how long this virus will last. I do not know tonight when we will get a vaccine. I do not know tonight when the shelter in place restrictions will be lifted in different states. I do not know tonight who will contract this, this virus and who will not contract this virus. I wish I knew tonight how long this is gonna last. I wish I knew who was gonna lose their jobs and who was gonna be able to keep their jobs. I don't know all of that, but this one thing I know, that all of that is happening in between him. And so because it's happening in between him, number one, because it's happening in, in between him, that means that the trouble won't last always. I know, I know it's old, and I know it's old school, but the old folks, they used to say, I'm so glad that trouble don't last always. It can't last always because always can't be beyond Omega. <laughs> it can't last always because he has the last word. And because he's first and the last, then not only won't trouble last always, but it also can't do to you everything it wants to do. Trouble should have killed you a long time ago. Trouble should have taken you out a long time ago, but it couldn't because it's bound on one side by omega, on, on alpha, but on the other side by omega. Jesus is all the world to me, my life, my joy, my all. He is my strength from day to day. Without him, I would fall. When I'm sad, to him I go. When I am sad, he has a way of making me glad. Somebody ought to lift your hands up right now and give him glory for the fact that he is Alpha and Omega. And whatever is going on right now has to happen in between him. Bless his name. I said bless his name. Wherever you are right now, you all just bless his name. You ought to bless him like nobody's looking because ain't nobody looking. You ought to give him glory right now because he is Alpha and he is Omega. Blessings on you tonight.
my God, my God, my God, if you believe that God has delivered a message directly to the mailbox of your heart, I dare you to go ahead and praise him right where you are. If you recognize as God has given you the revelation of his spirit that everything happens between him, then I dare you right here, right now to press that heart button. Let God know that you are excited. You are inspired. You have a sense of peace. Why? Because you know now that everything happens between him. He is the alpha. <laughs> <laughs> and he is the Omega. My God, Dr. Carter, we appreciate you. We celebrate you. We say thank you for providing us this opportunity to see this Jesus that we serve in such a beautiful way. I appreciate you. And before we let you go, Doc, we got to do this. And we try to do this each and every night as the preachers pour into us. We ask that the preacher who is on the line with us, that he would pour back into the one who delivered the word on that night. So right now, if you don't mind, Doc, I'm going to ask that Pastor Corey Johnson would just do us the honor of pouring back into you, praying for you, as we say thank you, my God, for delivering that word. Please pray for us, Pastor. God, we thank you. We give you so much praise uh, for your son, for your vessel, Dr. Jerry Carter. Lord, you've spoken through him. Through him, you have revealed yourself, your yes. son, and eternal life to people. Yes. Lord, I pray that his that the word would not return void. Yes, I pray Lord. that it will fall on good soil. Mm -hmm. Father, I pray that every ounce that he has poured out emotionally, spiritually, yes. physically, in preparation to mm -hmm. us, that you would restore back into him tenfold. Yes, I pray, dear Lord, that you would replenish his spirit. Yes. I pray, dear Lord, that you would continue to bless him and take mm -hmm. care of him and mm -hmm. watch over him. Lord, mm -hmm. let no hurt, harm, or danger befall him in this season. Yes. He is your vessel. Yes. He is your mouthpiece. Continue, yes. continue to strengthen him as mm -hmm. he strengthens others. Continue mm -hmm. to pour into him as yes. he pours into others. We yes. thank you for how you have used him through the power of your Holy Spirit tonight. Yes. In yes. Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Again, thank you, Dr. Carter. God bless you. Ladies and gentlemen, if God has spoken to you tonight, as was just prayed over your life, we want you to, wa to walk with this word. Take it with you into next week. Allow this to literally change and alter the trajectory of your life because you have now the divine vision of glory to see that everything, happens between Jesus. And because it's between him, oh my Lord, it can look to the left and see Alpha. <laughs> it can look to the right and see Omega because everything happens between him. That should encourage somebody who's going through a tough time right now. God told you to tune in this evening. This was not by happenstance. The spirit of the living God orchestrated this moment. And I believe that God has depart he's imparted to you this word for this season because he needs you to know that he loves you with an unconditional love. He sees you and he's gonna take care of you even in the midst of chaos swirling in your orbit. So again, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. I wanna to say thank you to Pastor Corey Johnson for coming through and let me remind you that tomorrow night he's gonna be delivering the word of God. So pray for him tonight before you lay your head on the pillow and get rejuvenating rest before you wake up in the morning energized with effervescence in your spirit. I'm gonna ask that you would pray for this preacher as he prepares to deliver the message tomorrow and again, we want to say thank you to Aja as well for coming through and blessing us with that word through song. Um, I want to encourage all of you right now to, as we end this broadcast, to please press that share button. Someone else needs to get this word. Someone else needs to receive what God gave us tonight. So we want to make sure that you share 
this broadcast, share this stream with everyone with whom you are in contact. I also want to remind you that you do have an opportunity. And I want to say thank you because even after we gave the opportunity earlier in this service, in this program, in this experience, many of you have already begun to give. You've begun to sow your seeds. And I want to encourage those of you who do want to be of assistance. You want to help those people who are in financial crisis right now. We have two opportunities for you to do so. You can do so with the Cash app. That is the money sign, the quarantine revival. And as you send your money through that avenue to the cash app, the money, the money sign, the quarantine revival, all of the money that goes to this particular cash app will go into the hands of people who are in financial crisis. And we also want to remind you that you have an opportunity to sow through PayPal. Use the Gmail account, the quarantine revival at gmail.com and every cent that goes there as well will be used to help those who are in financial need. God is so good. God is so faithful. And I appreciate all of you who've been praying, supporting, and those who've accepted the QR challenge to join us every single night. We appreciate your support and your presence. God deserves the glory because tonight he showed up and he showed out. Um, at this time, I'm going to go ahead and invite you to, if you need prayer, Send us your special prayer request with specificity. Let us know how we can pray with, with you and for you. Send it to us through our Facebook page, The Quarantine Revival. And we also want you to send it to us through our email account. That's thequarantinerevival at gmail.com. Again, I'm looking forward to our baptism that we're going to have this upcoming week. We want you to continue to pray for those who've made the decision to be baptized. And we know that God is going to get his glory even now. Again, we say thank you for tuning in. At this time, I'm going to go ahead and play our outro and you all be blessed. Go with Jesus and be, please be reminded that everything happens in between him.